episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and explore that topic. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. And uh, I kind of ran some of my words together in that intro, so... Yeah, I was going to make fun of you for that. that. <laughs> yeah, so I I thought I'd hang a lantern on it. Is that the word? Is that the, fr- the yes, theater thing? Yeah, you did a uh, you did what Eminem did in 8 Mile and made fun of yourself for it before your enemy rappers could. You know, in a lot of ways, I feel that I'm like Eminem. You love spaghetti, <laughs> and you're always throwing it up. <laughs> I do love spaghetti, and uh, I am full of peanuts. You often get into fist fights with your baby mama. See the the joke, Eminem's. No, you? I ignored no. that joke. I didn't <laughs> yeah. like it. I got it, but I didn't like it. So. It was very bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's really my core competency, is making very bad jokes. <laughs> it's just, Louisa, this week you have to Photoshop a photo of Matt giving a thumbs up with uh, the logo, the catchphrase, it's very bad, and a TM. Alright, I'll write that down. You don't have to do that, though. That's okay. Yeah, you do. Sorry. Uh, I, host, I host the show, I'm not going to upload it unless you send that to me. <laughs> Every every so often, Jeff just starts handing down mandates on the air so that, like, <laughs> listeners will hear them and demand those things come true. It's a very clever way to really annoy your co-hosts there, Jeff. <laughs> Wait, what other mandates did I hand down? <laughs> you've Many times on this show, you've demanded that a certain song be the end uh, credit song so that I have to do that. Or... Like, that I have to find a specific piece of audio from before we started recording and make it the post-credits. Uh, oh, see, piece. I always just assumed you ignored me. This I is do. the first time I've explicitly pulled rank. <laughs> I, I do ignore you, but oh, I know okay. you'll never That's listen, good. so you don't know. You don't even remember making the demand, to be honest. Yeah, what is this, like, the third episode of the show? <laughs> you said is pulled this... rank as if we are we have separate ranks that are already established, <laughs> and you're a higher rank than Matt, I guess, is what you're saying? Uh, only in that I'm the only one who knows the password to the website. Yeah, that's oh, fair, shit. but I'm the only <laughs> I'm the only one who knows the uh um, <laughs> You're the only one with time to edit the show. Do I have time to edit the show? <laughs> Probably not, but I still uh, do it, but I do, I wish I didn't. <laughs> Make Louisa do it. She doesn't edit any podcast. Yeah, yeah, sure, that'll work out great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the last episode of Seeing Reddit, because Louisa has taken over editing. I was going to say, I just realized this is our 20th episode, and I was going to say, Yay. I can't believe we've went, we've spent 20-ish hours doing this show so far, uh, but with editing, it's probably more like 45 or 50 hours for me. Even just the recording, now. it's around 45 because <laughs> we start at 5 and finish by 9pm. <laughs> We usually finish slightly before 9 p.m. <laughs> well, that's our new motto. I'm writing that down. What's that? I said that's our new motto. I'm writing that down. <laughs> we usually finish before 9 p.m. 
Luis is just starting to be the stenographer of this show, I think. I'm yeah, that's fine. Artwork. I'm making Someone has to. Fan art. Yeah. You, you can't wait for fan art to come to you. You have to be the fan art you want to see in the world. <laughs> that sounds like a very pathetic thing to do. Yeah, so you I have to... that because you are using a losing attitude. Oh, okay. Are you telling me I have to put on a Sonic costume and go kiss Tails myself? <laughs> yes. You do need to do that. Okay, but Jeff... Like, being totally real for a second, if miles per hour uh, did exist in the real world, you would do that. Like, if you found a double-tailed fox, you would go find him and kiss him in a Sonic costume. I mean, I <laughs> guess... Jeff dies of rabies. <laughs> well, yes. Also, he's a little boy. I don't think I'd be okay with that aspect of it. <sighs> but, Jeff, I know you too well. You would... the The desire would be overwhelming. Foxes age faster than humans, but do Sonic, does Tails, like, do Sonic characters age like humans, or do they age like the animals they are? Wasn't Sonic, thought. wasn't Sonic, like, canonically 17 or something in the cartoon show where it was a weird post-apocalyptic future? No, the cartoon was non-canonical. We're not going to talk about the cartoon show. Wait, why not? Why is that non-canonical? It's just a separate canon. It's not it's totally non-canonical. Garbage. No, the serious one was good, and the funny one was garbage. Yes, Jeff garbage. is right. Jeff is correct. Well, this the sets up a disturbing idea that the Sonic the Hedgehogs are like lassies, where every few years they have to get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep the name, but it, it hasn't been the same Sonic in any of the games. Wait, well, it, uh, in Sonic Generations, there are two separate Sonics because of a time hole, and the Ooh, earlier yeah. one does not look like the modern one at all, and also <sighs> can't talk. Wait, that's not his son? I really genuinely thought that was his son. It's called Generations, Jeff! <laughs> if he can't talk, maybe he's a caveman? Was he a caveman, yeah. Sonic? The Nintendo Wii is the son of the Nintendo GameCube. That's why it's a separate generation of game console. <laughs> yeah, you do understand that words mean different things when applied to different, like, technology versus biological creatures, right, Jeff? Sonic isn't biological, he's a video game. <laughs> Within the fiction of the video game, he's biological. He is definitionally <laughs> biological. He fights against the technology. I don't he, think the oh, title no, exists within fiction. The he's like the Terminator. He's a robot who's turned over to the other side. He's such an advanced machine that he's become indistinguishable from uh, biology. Yes. How does he move so fast? He's a fucking hedgehog. Think about it. That doesn't. How does he eat so many chili dogs? He's a nanobot cloud like the Vision. (laughs) Who can eat that many chili dogs without shitting themselves to death? No one but a robot. (laughs) No, Uh, that's in the deleted scenes of my DeviantArt account. (laughs) The funniest the only way I could finish anymore. The funniest part about that is the implication that DeviantArt censors anything because they clearly do not. (laughs) (sighs) Once I was on DeviantArt looking for I don't even remember what it was, but um, Porn. It was probably like, you know, Porn. I'm trying to think of a comical cartoon character that he could be porn of. Bobby's World. I mean, oh, God. Bobby's World porn. <laughs> it was it was uh, all nude Rugrats. <laughs> it was your Rugrats cake sitting porn. <laughs> Just Tommy Pickles sitting on a big, big wedding cake. Yes. Yeah, it was it was Raptar ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> Raptor and Skeletor (laughs) whispering to you. 
It would just be like very soft growls into the microphone. Roar. Roar. <laughs> Roar. That's disturbing to me. It's <laughs> just Mark Mothersbaugh singing the Rugrats theme song very softly. I don't know but, who that but, is. But he's uh, the guy from Devo who writes all those cartoon theme songs now instead of being in Devo. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that he does that. Which is kind oh. of a lateral move when you think about Devo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. So, uh, let's get into what we've been up to on the internet. And I'm going to start real quick because mine involves all of us. Um, I've been in Ohio for the past week, so all of my internet time has been doing work, which is boring. Uh, but we did get a tweet this week from somebody uh, uh, appreciating Jeff's recommendation of Hello from the Magic Tavern as a podcast that he listens to and asking us for some more. And we, we did respond with a couple things on Twitter, but I thought it'd be cool uh, to go through really quick and each of us recommend a podcast that we like and like a five-second summary of why it's so good. Maybe longer than five seconds. That would be very difficult. But. No, I'll be counting down each time <laughs> and just start shouting. Um, so, Louisa, why don't you start off, tell us a podcast you really like. Uh, well, I'll say one that I did mention online, but I li- like it very much. It's Stop Podcasting Yourself, which is a, it's a long podcast, which I'm always looking for in a podcast. A lot of podcasts will say on the air, oh, you know, people complain that our show goes too long. I always want a show to be longer because I need it to fill up my brain while I'm trying to do some other thing. So I don't understand that. This one's an hour and a half long, which is great. And it's two comedian friends in Canada. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, thanks guys. Stop adding more time I have to cut out of the show. Uh, Two comedian friends in Canada. They they are stand-up comedians. And they've been doing the show for, I think, seven years now. And they just talk to each other. They almost always have a guest. And it's just really funny. It's usually a local comedian that they know. And they know a lot of very funny people. Uh, if you're going to start, I recommend one of the Paul F. Tompkins episodes. Because those are very good. Yeah, that uh, that show is really great. And um, you really get a sense of the difference between Canadian and American culture listening to it. Because mm-hmm. normally, okay, two white stand-up comedian dudes, you'd be like, alright, this is going to be a mean show. And then maybe <laughs> over the course of it, they'll learn to not be such dickholes. Mm-hmm. But, like, they they start off nice and pleasant. Yeah, they're really good guys. So that's, like, that's key for it. You never want to start listening to something becoming, you know, imaginary friends with this person and then finding they're <laughs> terrible. <laughs> That's yeah, I, I really genuinely enjoy how much uh, Graham Clark's positive outlook uh, makes me feel, like, better about things, especially because Graham Clark, I'm sure he has a very nice life, but the way he describes it on the podcast, it sounds so <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's got such a great positive outlook, and he's such a nice person that, that it always makes me feel like more hope for humanity. And of course, Dave Shumka, I identify with because of how grumpy he is. So, <laughs> yes, also me. <laughs> so it's a it's a very good show. Louisa got me into it many years back, and I've listened to every episode multiple times because it just it's it's a very nice thing to have on in the background. I think. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I haven't listened to all of them, but I, I will occasionally go back and, and find, like, the ones I missed from guests who I now am a big fan of. 
Mm-hmm. Like uh, another one, Alicia Tobin is another great guest uh, on there, and I've listened to all her episodes. Uh, she also has a podcast called Retail Nightmares, which the guys occasionally guest on. That's worth listening to. Um, I guess I'll just go right into mine. I want to bang out a couple. I listen to way too many podcasts because I can keep headphones on all day at work at my nine to five job. Jeff, we all listen to too many podcasts, but you only get one recommendation. Yeah, you gotta narrow it down, man. Well, I wanted to recommend one uh, right off the top to specifically Louisa, who was looking for long shows. Uh, Okay. Because the uh, You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes is an interview show that is never shorter than two hours long. Well, that's a plus, but... uh... (laughs) Uh, But it's, it's... Uh, yeah, he has, he, he'll interview a guest, uh, and he's just very fun and pleasant. Uh, maybe skip some of the dumb spiritual ones where he's, like, talking to, uh, religious figures and go for the comedian ones because sometimes he gets a little up his own ass, uh, talking about his spiritual beliefs. That's something that I fight against in podcasts. I know I recommended one that has guests, but a lot of ones that have guests, it hinges so much on the guest, whether or not, whether or not you're going to enjoy that episode, that it really Mm. makes me nervous. This might be a controversial statement, but I don't know that there are any good serious podcasts. They're the funny ones I love, but Mm -hmm. I, I've tried to listen to like, I mean, I like Radio Lab just fine. I like uh, some of the stuff like 99% Invisible or Stuff You Should Know, which are very informative and sometimes funny, but, like, their goal is to inform. Yeah. But I just I just get tired of it. I cannot listen to them. They get, they just bore me. I don't know why. Yeah, me too. I can't pay attention to a serious story being told because I am washing dishes or driving or painting or something else, and then I totally lose track of what's happening. Yeah. I, uh, the only serious ones I, I'm really addicted to are, uh, Mystery Show and somewhat Judge John Hodgman, which I know is a comedy show, but, like, I mainly listen to it for, because I'm just fascinated by these weird problems people have. <laughs> I had to stop listening to Judge John Hodgman because I would get so angry at how much I disagreed with John, John Hodgman's judgment at the end of episodes. <laughs> it would be so frustrating because, like... There were times when he would listen to a case, like the the one with the lady who wanted to keep a chamber pot in her art studio. And yeah, I was that listening monster. to it. Yeah, and I was like, "There's no way a rational human being will say this is okay." And then he does at the end, and I'm like, "I'm done with this show. I cannot do it." I was going to say I had to stop listening to that show because I don't like people, and the fact that it's just regular <laughs> non-comedian people who are trying to put on airs like they're going to use fancy words for this fake uh, courtroom setup. It fucking, it pisses me off so bad. I hate them. <laughs> they're so stupid. They have such stupid opinions and problems. <laughs> and there's always somebody like, oh, I think we should only have a party once a week, but my boyfriend thinks we should have parties every night. So then when it's time for that idiot to make his case, he's like, um, yeah, no, I think it's perfectly fine to uh, party literally every single night of the week. I'm like, oh, I hate this guy, though. <laughs> I don't want to hear him. <laughs> yeah, there's a weird genre of case on that show where it's just like, uh, my girlfriend won't let me light the house on fire for fun. <laughs> Can you tell her that she's a dumb idiot and I'm the best? <sighs> uh, my actual final recommendation that is not oh, any of these side conversations Jeff. is si- the the siblings peculiar. Uh, it's spelled peculiar. Uh, but uh, pronounced peculiar. It's only six episodes in, and um, 
like Hello from the Magic Tavern, which I recommended uh, recently, it is uh, it's by a lot of the same people, and it's a uh, improvised fictional uh, show. Uh, so go listen to that. That's cool. it. Matt's turn. <laughs> okay, um, well, a lot of the ones that I listen to are ones that we've already talked about on this show before, like the Flophouse or My Brother, My Brother and Me or the Adventure Zone. So I'm not going to go into those because probably you guys have already heard of those if you haven't checked them out. Um, but the one that I listen to regularly that I don't know that the other two people on this uh, show listen to is The Worst Idea of All Time, uh, which is so funny to me, and it's very... <laughs> sad but it's really good um if you don't know the premise of it is these two guys from new zealand uh every year they pick a new bad movie usually it's a bad movie uh and then they watch that movie once a week every week for a full year and after each viewing they record a podcast where they discuss the movie uh, and it is amazing. Listening to two people slowly go insane over the course of a year is very, very uplifting. <laughs> yeah, I think I've listened to maybe uh, one actual episode of the show, and then they've done tie-ins with like a bunch of uh, other shows. Like they, one of the uh, movies they watched was Grown Ups Two, uh, yes. and they teamed up with the people who used to make Thrilling Adventure Hour. Uh, to do a live reading of their script they rewrote from memory of Grown Ups 2. Yes, that was very good. Uh, and then they watched Pixels with a video game podcast I listened to, uh, and boy, that movie sounds like a train wreck. Yes, we've talked on this show before about how stupid that movie is, but... Um, uh, they but... do that show with the McElroy Brothers, which I've listened to. I haven't listened to The Worst Thing. Yes. The, the annual Thanksgiving show where they watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Yeah, yeah till, till Death Do Us Blart. Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that is a very funny show as well. But um, what I like about the fact that, uh, about The Worst Idea of All Time is for their second season, they did uh, Sex in the City 2. Um, and f- by the way that they discussed it, it sounds like a horrible, horrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in order to maintain their sanity, they started just making up stories about the background characters. So it starts with them just hating on these rich idiot women who are flaunting their privilege all around the world. But by the end, it's like this epic uh, sort of Star Warsian saga about uh, <laughs> about how um, Brady, which is uh, Miranda's son, I think, yeah. Miranda... Uh, Brady has lear- learned the ability to control rats with his mind, and he's using that ability to uh, fight against the robot that has sex with Samantha in the desert at the end of the movie. Uh, it's very, very funny, and it's great to see two creative people just, like, building a world out of the barest materials available. Uh, it's It's great. Well, I'm glad you recommended it, because I had forgotten that I was going to try that one, so now I definitely will try that out. It takes a little getting into, and honestly, it's not something that I'm like, uh, I, I find it's easier to listen to it all, a whole bunch of episodes in a row while I'm doing something else, like playing a video game or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not the most exciting show to listen to, but it is very funny when it's funny, so it's, it's worth it, I think. At least I already know that I like those guys from the, uh, Till Death Do Us Blart, so <laughs> yeah. that helps. It's also very interesting to hear the way in which New Zealanders' attitudes about things are different than American attitudes, I think. 
they they did an episode where they came to America to record an episode in Los Angeles, and uh, they just came to America and then just, like, rented a van and slept in the van for two weeks while they were in the country. And it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but I guess it made them happy, so that's fine. Okay, that sounds crazy. <laughs> yes. All right, well, so... Well, uh, I guess it's time to hit that button, huh? Oh, are people not going to talk about what they did on the internet? I guess we kind of already had them. Yeah, that's what you said we were going to do instead. No, I said that was going to be my thing on the internet. You can talk about anything else or not, I don't care. Do, oh, okay. do what you Louisa, want. Do you have anything, Louisa? I don't really. I mean, I could scrape something up, but I don't have anything that comes to mind, so... Hmm, uh, I... To tie in, I went to go see the Flophouse live last night. Uh, you guys should listen to that show. What you'll movie hear, did you... You'll hear me ask a question. Uh, what... Gods of Egypt was the movie they watched. Oh, is that the one with the guy from Game of Thrones in it? Yeah, and uh, and Gerard Butler. And they turn into, like, big golden Transformers and fight each other. <laughs> was that movie, like, fun bad? Uh, two of them, uh, Elliot and Stuart thought it was good bad, and Dan thought it was bad bad. Okay, I might watch that movie just because it sounds really stupid, and also I'm writing Scion, which is basically that movie, but hopefully better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine that uh, a good game of Scion would probably feel somewhat like a bad movie about mythology. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, Scion is a tabletop role-playing game wherein people play the sons or daughters or whatevers of gods. Uh, in the modern world, and I'm working with a bunch of other very talented people on the second edition rulebook that is being written now. For those who don't know, a tabletop role-playing game is uh, something nerdy, intelligent people do instead of uh, being successful uh, in the real world. You can be successful in a fantasy world, so that's obviously better. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I uh, don't do anything else, because I'm busy writing D&D campaigns all the time. <laughs> and for those who don't know, D&D is Dungeons & Dragons, which is the most famous tabletop role-playing game. And for people who don't know, famous role tabletop role-playing games are... No, I don't have a joke there. Never mind. <laughs> oh, Jeff. <laughs> I you, thought I did. I, was, I, had, I, I had very high hopes that you were going to be able to pull that joke off, and it did not materialize. Yeah, so did I. Maybe I should have just kept going with the sentence and, and hoped for the best. You just, the problem was that you just said, for those who don't know, and then just started repeating all of the words that I said, <laughs> hoping you would eventually get to a thing you could explain. Yeah, because usually when I come up with a joke on this show, I start a sentence and hope it finishes. You run off and the that cliff always and works. you figure out how you're going to land once you're in the air. Yeah, exactly. You know that rule of improv that says just start talking and then maybe jokes, question mark? Step three, profit. That's literally how the rule, that's the yes and, yes and is the thing you do and then you come up with the rest of the sentence at the moment. Jeff, how do you think yes and corresponds to just start talking? That's the same thing. No, it's I'm, not at all. I'm going to have to side with Jeff on this because it is literally that as soon as someone says something, dinosaurs rule the world, you go, yes, and it sure is a shame how, like, that is what improv is. Did you just no. fail at yes-anding yourself? I didn't want to keep going. <laughs> Hang on, everyone. That is not what yes-and means in improv. Yes, it is. No, it's not. No. 
Improv doesn't. Uh, see, you're not doing a good job of it, Matt. You don't go no, but that's this, the opposite. This isn't improv. This is yelling at each other. <laughs> I don't see the difference. How can you possibly explain to me now that improv is not simply saying yes and then just talking because that's literally what it is. The rule, yeah. This is like that's why people don't do improv well because that's what they think yes and means. But yes and means. When you say something, when you say your joke, don't contradict the person that went before you what they said. It doesn't mean you immediately start speaking and then just say whatever garbage comes out of your mouth, but just keep going because eventually a joke will happen. It's kind of that more than it is what you're saying. When people do it badly, yes. Yeah, I've I'm never fine with seen that. it done well then. But that's but saying that the rule of improv means that that's doing it right, even though it's not interesting or funny, is just that what? But what you're doing is you're building on what they say. So what yes. you have to be doing is you have to start talking without quite knowing how you're going to fit it together, even if you have something in mind, because you're going to have to tie them together on the spot. What? Wait, why do you have to start talking before you figured that out? Because you can't just pause accessing and just think <laughs> think of a joke before you well, connect it. The other another thing that people often recommend you do in improv is you think of the end of your joke first and then start, <laughs> and then nervously blurt it out by accident. <laughs> uh, get to the other side. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, and good night. <laughs> this is why you don't do improv, Louisa. <laughs> yeah, this is why. <laughs> <sighs> what were we talking about? <laughs> Yeah, who even knows? <laughs> I was shaming Jeff. I thought I was shaming you. Well, you started shaming me after I started shaming Jeff. Oh, okay. Even though I thought for sure we were going to gang up and shame Jeff for for uh, not thinking of what he meant to say before he started talking. But... Well, yeah. In time. It'll, it'll come in time. <laughs> well, I hit that big red button and we've yeah. got a very good football Reddit, r slash eagles. It's the official, well, I guess it's not official. It's the subreddit for the Philadelphia Eagles, Ugh. an American football team. It really set me on an emotional roller coaster because you put this link up about five minutes ago, and I was like, oh my god, because I love the band. I love the, the animal eagles. I love the band, the Eagles. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, oh, yes, the Eagles. And I was like, you know what? Hey, 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 take it easy, Lisa. <laughs> she shut up. <laughs> I have a peaceful, easy feeling. Okay, so <laughs> you need to get, take some time off in the Hotel California. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea because you can check Google out you can which com slash list of eagles songs. <laughs> it's gonna be a heartache tonight. Okay, so I, I thought that, and then I thought, no, no, this is nonsense. Like, it's too good that it would be something I actually like. And then I'm like, okay, well, it says R slash Eagles, not the Eagles. So fine. Eagles, pictures of the actual animal. <laughs> Maybe people who go on long nature walks and are like, I saw a bald eagle today. Unbelievable. Check this picture out. Like, that sounds great also. Does it? It sounds very boring. But it, the only thing that sounds more boring yeah. is what the page actually is. <laughs> yes, which is, of course, as Jeff said, the Philadelphia football team. And uh, I'm going to say we all live in the Philadelphia area. I guess Jeff is going to disagree. 
I grew up in the Philadelphia area, okay. but now I, I'm, I'm firmly in the New York Giants sphere of influence. So how I want to join us together is to say that we all, as kids, went to grocery stores where the cupcakes had disgusting dark green frosting on top for the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, is that's that fair. fair to we, say? Okay. we all grew up with, par- with adults awkwardly trying to relate to us by asking us who our favorite football player was <laughs> on the Eagles and us being like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much true. <laughs> uh, I was not a fan of the Eagles growing up because my dad is from North Jersey and he was a Giants fan and my mom doesn't care about football and everyone knows that football fandom is patrilineal. Uh, <laughs> so the Eagles were my mortal enemy growing up, which was bad because of where I lived, which was firmly Eagles country. <laughs> yeah, it was weird because Louisa, our dad cared about football and liked football when we were growing up, but at no point did I have any interest at all in knowing anything about football. He also didn't particularly care about the Eagles. Like, he'd watch the professional games, but I believe the only American football team he cared about, we should say, we should probably say that our dad is English. He's not American, so that gives a little bit of context. He cares Um, very strongly about English football. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, oh yeah, you guys were confused. He was not a fan of American football at all. No, but that but, was what's so weird. He did like American yeah, football, but... He liked, I, he liked just kind of watching games, like you were saying, having podcasts on. Yeah. Like, just yeah. he sort of cared in that way. Yeah, he would watch whatever game was on on Sunday evenings, but he didn't really care about any of the teams as far as I could tell. I believe he only That's cared good. about the college team, Ohio State, because... First moving to America, he lived in Columbus. But I, yeah. think the only, I think that's the only team he actually cared if they won or lost a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I always kind of wondered, because he would often yell when things were going well, I guess, in the game, or whatever people yell at during football. Yeah. Um, but I often wondered how he chose which team to be yelling for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, whichever had the better costumes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm I like. Sh- I'm sure he had teams that he preferred over other teams, but it was determined by some kind of complicated rubric that I did not understand. So I think from this context, you can understand that all three of us are not what you'd call football experts. Jeff knows something about football. Yeah. Yes, I'm a big fan of the the old... Old leather ball. <laughs> yeah, you sound like an expert. <laughs> you know what I'm even less a fan of, though, is when people post on, like, Facebook or Twitter, like, yay, everyone, I hope there's a winning in sports ball, like, comically trying to get attention for not liking or caring about sports. Like, yeah. we, we get it, buddy. Like, listen, it's their time, okay? It's Sunday evenings, they get to talk about football, let's all just take a, take a break. <laughs> I know all about the old grib iron. Yeah, none of that. Grib iron, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, That sounds like a really delicious hamburger. (laughs) It's a hamburger with a fribble poured onto it. (laughs) Oh my god, I would eat that. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) (laughs) I'm willing to try anything once. Anyway, uh, so it's and that's how we got 20 episodes into this podcast. <laughs> so my point is, uh, I'm going to put a moratorium during this episode on us saying like, well, but I don't understand football. So blah, blah, blah. like, let's try to at least engage on their terms. Yeah, that's fine. I was going to, yeah, I'm, I'm no about football. <laughs> I was going to say, it's interesting, Jeff, that you say that the 
Giants are the mortal enemies of the Eagles. Is that how the Giants fans feel? That is the uh, the general consensus because they are both in the same uh, football division. I was going to say Man. that's interesting because I know there's some animosity from the Eagles fans I know, but the Eagles seem to consider their mortal enemies to be the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, they're competing for... Um, team with the worst fans in the country. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Oh man, this uh, this discussion is so much more exciting if I pretend you're not talking about football, but <laughs> yeah. about literal giants, eagles, <laughs> and cowboys. Oh man! I want, I'm going to write a fantasy novel about giants, eagles, and cowboys all in the same world. Listen, goddammit, you just said you weren't going to make the ironic jokes about not understanding football, but I'm you are not. doing the literal thing people do, where they go like, what? Seahawks were Versus Broncos, that's crazy. I mean, I guess I'm not saying that. That's a good joke, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a real good joke. Yeah, that's that's solid gold, Louise. You shouldn't have wasted that one this early in the podcast. <laughs> you can't make fun of me for that. I was saying it was a bad joke, like you were saying. People make bad jokes about football. No, I'm not saying that. Listen, I'm not saying, like, oh, this is dumb, like, we're talking about all these things, but what if they were really that thing? I'm just saying, like, this conversation is genuinely exciting, the way you were saying those things, (laughs) if they were real eagles. Okay. (laughs) I think next time we play a and d you guys are going to find yourselves in a, uh in a, a big uh, league of sorts where there are 32 different types of beasts that are on teams <laughs> together. Okay, but in a war between eagles, giants, and cowboys, which side would you si- which team would you side with? Giants. What if they're, they're huge. What if they're giant eagles, like from Lord of the Rings? They're not the Philadelphia giant eagles, Louisa. <laughs> it's just not specific enough. What are the what are the New York Giants? Are they giant human humanoids or what? We don't know. They don't have a mascot because they're not trashy like the Eagles. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're trashy. Like, they're not trashy like guys. every other team in the league. <laughs> Uh, I feel like the Broncos don't have a mascot. Hey, okay, I realize this is about football, not baseball, but what's the deal with the Cincinnati Reds having that guy with a baseball head as their, like, what does the Reds have to do with a baseball-headed man? Are you thinking of Mr. Met? What's that? Are you thinking of Mr. Met? No, the Reds have their mascot as a man with a baseball head also. Are you sure it's not a, a big cartoon Native American? It's certainly not. Because that's what their name is for. Uh, I don't know about that, but I They're, know. Oh no, it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yes. it's a pring, it's a Pringle Man baseball guy. <laughs> Why did you wait? Okay, hang on. Why did you both instantly assume that I was wrong about this thing that I just stated? Like, uh, I can tell you exactly why. Because uh-huh. I could not. In my wildest imagination, believe that there were two teams with a baseball head man mascot. <laughs> this one has a handlebar mustache. Does that help? Oh yeah, that's why he's and oh, like no, a conductor's he's, cap. He's from the evil universe. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna. Yeah, he's fight. the mirror mirror version of Mister Met. <laughs> he's gonna fight Mister Met at the war at the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Oh man, I finally understand the end of the stand now, guys. Uh, no spoilers, I still haven't read that book from 30 years ago. Yeah, I tried to read it, but it gets very boring in the middle. I think I have the uh, 47-hour audiobook on my Audible wishlist. 
Yeah, I think I got about 700 pages into it, and then I was just like, this is still going, and I still don't know what's happening. Very much of it is a, is about a man who's a washed-up uh, rock and roll singer. Like, that's huh. most of the book. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know what that has to... Maybe I'm reading the wrong book. Is that possible? I never got into his books. They seem a little crazy. Yeah, the fact that everyone talks about how the ends of his books are always disappointing really makes it hard to want to read them. <laughs> Every page, you're like, am I still doing this? <laughs> yes. Although, for all this talk about Dark Tower coming out and Idris Elba being in it, like, maybe I should try those ones, because those seem more up my alley. Well, yeah, that's the ones people seem to like, but uh, I tried to read The Gunslinger in high school, and it's not very thick, and high school is the perfect time to read The Gunslinger, and I gave up halfway through because it was so boring. <laughs> the trouble with saying a new movie or TV show is coming out based on these books, and the new movie or TV show looks really interesting, so I should probably read the books, is you don't have to read the books because <laughs> it's already going to come out in a different form. <laughs> Uh, I don't think you understand anything about me or Matt's media consumption ethos. <laughs> I was speaking yes. generally, because otherwise you'll just get angry with how it's different from the book. But uh, I don't always get angry at differences. I, do. I never do anymore, because I'm just like, I I can't waste that much energy anymore. It's yeah. not worth it. There's no point in it. And it makes me really tired watching everyone get so mad, like... Yeah, of course it's going to be different. They're all different. It's fine. No one cares. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Uh, I guess I don't really get mad anymore because instead of getting mad at Game of Thrones, I just stopped watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's not for me. I'll just wait for the next book. <laughs> Bye. A lot of people say that who've read Game of Thrones, and I'm certain it's true because I read some of those books and they were very good. And I'm sure that they're much, 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 much better than the show. But the show is awesome, so I watch it anyway. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't read the I, books, and it's kind of like condensing it for me, so that's fine. Just a clarification from earlier, the Cincinnati Reds are not a racist baseball team. They used to be the Red Stockings. My bad. So, I was thinking of the Cleveland Indians. Yes. So everyone go fuck themselves, because I, <laughs> I started this episode saying I was just in Ohio, like, a couple days ago. I fucking know what the Cincinnati Reds fucking mascot looks like, you goddamn human garbage piles. I don't know the difference Listen. between Cincinnati and Cleveland. <laughs> I was uh, in both. You're getting too angry. That's the first problem. <laughs> the second thing uh, I No, you're not saying... angry enough. We were really mean. <laughs> well, yeah, I, you guys I, were. I was uh, calming myself down by thinking that it, maybe it was related to red hot candies. And that was a really nice thought. <laughs> what if it was? Like, what if Ferrara Yeah, what Pan, if, Louisa? What if Ferrara Louisa, Pan just happened to own the Cincinnati Reds and they're like, Lemonheads? No, that's not the one. Reds, like red hot. Perfect. <laughs> I yes. would love to see a team that was like the Louisiana Lemonheads. Louisa, that would be amazing. <laughs> Louisa, you struck on the uh, you struck on the basis of your fantasy novel. It's a what if alternate history where Ferrara Pan owns the Cincinnati Reds. Sure <laughs> That's the only difference, <laughs> yeah. though. And the book doesn't really deal with that very much. It's mostly just a family drama. And then at the very last book, it's going to be a series of uh, eight books, and at the end of the very last book, you find out that also Hitler was uh, not defeated in World War II. That's also another difference. I, I didn't yeah. address it at any point. 
<laughs> and then, but then at the end, you're like, oh, that explains why they were murdering all those Jews in the earlier books. Yeah, it was a hint. You, it was very subtle, but it was there. It was there the whole oh, time. Oh, I was going to say that Hitler just died like two weeks later by accident. <laughs> it's in the newspaper. The main characters read it. They're like, oh man, Hitler died. <laughs> Wait, hold on. This book is a period piece also? No, Hitler lives to be 120. <laughs> Is the world's oldest man <laughs> rotting away in a in a in a jail after the guys, Nuremberg uh, trials? Guys, we're getting dangerously close to real, actual historical fiction. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it because they're literally all about what if Hitler won World War Two. <laughs> yes, exactly. But uh, some of them are about what if the South won the Civil War. <laughs> that's true. Yes. Uh, wait, is all of historical fiction just about like imagining a world where racists are better? At things? Uh, racists already do run everything. I think they're just supposed to be parables to show us the folly of our current world. <laughs> I just, I like the idea, I mean, I don't like the idea, but it's... <laughs> too late, you said it. <laughs> yeah, you love it, you're an avowed it's, racist. It's an amusing idea to me that people uh, who write historical fiction are all just like, oh man, I wish racists were better at running armies. <laughs> That is what they're thinking. I don't know where you're getting. <laughs> getting I don't think there's any pro pro Nazi books where the Nazis win. They're usually still the bad guys in those books. <laughs> yeah, they're just, I'm not saying that they hope they wish the Nazis were cooler. They just wish the Nazis were better at running their army. They can still be bad guys. <laughs> yep. I like the idea that somehow someone is historically interested in the Nazis, but doesn't make the argument that they were really good at the military. Because in actual historical fact, they weren't. They just got lucky a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, but I like the idea that they're super into the Nazis and acknowledge the reality that they sucked at the military. Well, people, people yeah, like... Is that just what neo-Nazis think? <laughs> like, not, uh, yeah, probably. Like, neo Nazis like... don't seem to focus on battle plans a lot. They just seem to say, you know, the Nazis had the right idea. <laughs> right? Wink. Is there. Do <laughs> no they... wink, no. They have literal swastika <laughs> tattoos and things. There's no does, winking here. Do anyone, does anyone in Europe recreate battles like they do in America? Uh, no, because they're properly ashamed of war. No, yeah. I, think for, I think for World War One because it's far enough back. Like, I know I know you can go to France and visit where some of the trenches are. I'm just wondering if, like, if there are people who recreate battles from World War Two, and if so, if there are people who choose to be on the Nazi side. Like, we reen... Like, we don't just reenact wars. We have, like, weddings on plantations. I think just the fact that, like, concentration camps are hallowed ground where you go to be somber about history in Europe uh, is proof that they maybe have a better attitude about it than we do. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm not... By no means am I here to defend racists, but... <laughs> not this but... <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, you're kind of right, Jeff, but at the same time, like, I think that there there is something... There is something positive to be said for the antebellum South in America that you could not make the same arguments for concentration camps that literally only existed to murder people. Yeah, I guess they weren't opulent palaces. I think another yes. key to it is that it wasn't long enough ago. Like, I could totally see in a hundred years people doing reenactments of World War II. Mm. I don't know. <clears throat> wasn't, I mean, like, isn't, World War Two now, as long ago, well, I guess not quite, as long ago as 
the Civil War was at the time World War II happened. It's about the same distance. Yeah, yeah. like 80-ish years. I think... We're, we're thing... like 70, 75 years away from the start of World War II now. Right? Uh... Wait, in, in the past or in the future? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Uh, Hitler, time is cyclical. Time not win? <laughs> Jeff, are you prophesying right circle. <laughs> Uh, sorry, my eyes milked over white, and I just started. Damn it! This is the problem with us having no video on this podcast. I can't tell when you're reading portents of the future. Yeah, Jeff- yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all in the prophecy. The, the Jeff- blood moon will rise, and the oceans will boil over with a thousand infants. Jeff does all his recording over a steaming vent down into the underworld, where he gets his prophecies from. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. It uh, smells like sadness. <laughs> all right, so who's gonna win the Super Bowl this year, Jeff? Mm, Satan. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> That'll be real. Yeah. Is this is this after the Cincinnati Reds and the Mets man fight for the uh, the end of the world? Here's the secret. Satan's won every Super Bowl so far. Oh, oh no. Wait, is Satan Peyton Manning? Because he did not try very hard on that name change. Satan Manning. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what am I? No, I'm a regular human man. Uh, Manning. Yes. Manning is my name. No, my name's not Satan. It's Peyton. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I'm a human. Man, Peyton Manning. What am I doing right now? I'm just manning around like a man does. <laughs> talking an awful lot about yourself in a weird way, sir. I want to play football now. Bye! Oh, God. I like the idea that maybe one of the teams in this dystopian future, one of the cities, has changed their name to the some city Satans. Why hasn't somebody done that? Like, there's... That would be a kind of the a New Jersey some, Devils. Yeah, I the mean, blue devils they're named are. after they're named after a cryptozoological creature, though not the Prince of Darkness. But their logo is NJ with red horns and a red uh, uh, pointed tail. Yeah, I mean that just makes them as scary as deviled ham. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I don't, hold on, you think they have to be scary to be Satan-themed? No, I mean, isn't the point of mascots to be kind of, like, intimidating? Yeah, nowadays I think so. Like, every mascot, I guess except for this baseball-headed man that is still on my computer screen. (laughs) Yeah, the the Cincinnati Red Stockings? Yeah, very intimidating. (laughs) But I mean, like, most mascots these days are drawn looking very angry. Yeah, going back to our actual topic, the eagle has a heavy brow, so he can look like he's angry with a furrowed brow. His beak is too curved. Animatonic. Animatonic. Wait a minute. Oh, Animatronic. I, I lost it. I lost it. Anima- Animalogically. No, yeah, anima- animatronically. The, the, on the uniforms, it moves as they're running around. Do you remember going to Showbiz Pizza Place and seeing all the football mascots do their little... Louisa Louisa knows that one of my biggest fears is those animatronic uh, robots from Chuck E. Cheese, and she brings it up just to make me uncomfortable, I think. How have you ever played Five Nights at Freddy's? Because I know you've played it. Yes, because it it speaks directly to my fears. That's what I like about it. Oh, I would, like, I'm not generally afraid of animatronic robots, but those games are too scary for me. Yeah, well, I don't know. My attitude towards fear has always been to, like, 
like immersion therapy myself, which is probably why I'm such a like messed up person. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> the, yeah, I'm not on trial every, here. That's why every night you lock yourself in a very small box to get over your claustrophobia. I mean, you're not unwrong. I mean, I fly, <laughs> I fly on planes like all the time, and it is it is challenging. Oh yeah, I guess that would be bad because that's just like a tube that could explode and kill you. Yeah, and you're surrounded by fat people, so that's pretty pretty. But that's closed how you in. get over your crushing fear of flight attendants. Yeah. Uh, see, but when I'm on the plane, I am the fat people. <laughs> you're all the fat people. Luckily, I don't have to pay for multiple seats because I'm uh, also very short. <laughs> I'm just proportionally fat. <laughs> Jeff is a sphere. Jeff is a baseball man. <laughs> I mean, if I was six feet tall and still this fat, I would be like Kevin Smith. Uh, I like the idea of, of the Cincinnati Reds guy instead of having a baseball head. He's got a normal human head, but then a baseball body. No, oh, that would be so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no, it's horrible, because his arms and legs are also still human arms and legs. Yes. And he's nude. We're used to that. The mask but has also, been doing that for a hundred years. His arms and legs start where on the where a torso of a normal human being would be, so just, like, the last quarter of his forearms stick out of the sphere that is his horrible body. <laughs> so he's like Pac-Man. Okay, Louisa, here's another thing for you to Photoshop. He's a uh, The Pokemon Geodude and his evolutions, Graveler and Golem, with the round part of the body replaced by a baseball. Uh-huh. Listen. Listen, buddy. <laughs> oh, did I drop out of the call? <laughs> Damn it! I just couldn't... I wasn't gonna break. I couldn't let it keep going. (laughs) I heard there was some kind of squeak in the background. Was that a bird chirping? I hope it was a cricket. I don't know. It wasn't for me, I don't think. Oh, I killed Louisa. (laughs) She's dead. (laughs) She's still silencing us? Louisa, you can't podcast like this. Did she drop out of the call or something? I don't know. This joke is not working so well because Louisa also has very bad internet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I really, really hope that she's just been doing it correctly. Like, she just got up to go to the bathroom or something. (laughs) That is possible. Maybe she's photoshopping that picture right now. There's no way, unless it's a familial trait to be really good at... Oh, oh no. no! There she goes. She dropped out. <laughs> she gave us the silent treatment so hard that she dropped out of the call. <laughs> I hope that the joke I said was so good that she slapped her computer off of the desk, shattering it. <laughs> Actually, I don't hope that, because that means the recording messed up. <laughs> While she's gone, I'm going to Google Geodude Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's boring. Uh, the first result is someone's fantasy baseball team, and their username on Yahoo Fantasy Baseball is Geodude. Could you just replace the mascots for every football team with Pokemon? It seems like we've got too many... They're, like, they're trying too hard, and they should just use the same pool of fictional creatures. With how popular baseball is in Japan, I am kind of surprised that uh, the Pokemon company has not sponsored a baseball team to be, like, the Shibuya Pikachus. That's a real synergy that they could go for. Like, <clears throat> no no joke, they could absolutely just go and be like, okay, instead of the Philadelphia Eagles, you're now the Philadelphia Pidgeotos or whatever. You're the Philadelphia, uh, what's that eagle Pokemon? Is there an eagle Pokemon? Yeah, uh, Braviary. 
what? It's it's a it's a mix of an eagle, uh, and it kind of looks vaguely like uh, like Native American type thing. So it's it's it was in the one that took place in America to represent both the popularity of eagles and the fact that we have uh, Native Americans. I'm so angry right now. Uh, Geodude's name in German is Kleinstein. <laughs> okay. That sounds like I an do... insult. Like, good job, Kleinstein. <laughs> I, uh, I'm pretty sure that's its name. I just Googled Geodude Baseball and a German Pokemon card came up. <laughs> Geodude Baseball is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, the first result is an MS Paint drawing of, uh... A baseball diamond with, according to the caption, Mr. Game & Watch on one side and Geodude on the other, looking as if it was drawn by a baby. Uh, why is it every time I look up Pokemon, one of the top results is like a human being version of that Pokemon? Why do people do that? Is it to make me sad? Uh, I'm gonna Google Geodude Moe. What is that? Uh, Moe is a... It's a uh, art style in anime and and manga that's uh like um cute young girls. Oh no. Like specifically like larger cuter eyes. And there is a mod of a Pokemon game called Moemon where all the Pokemon are replaced by uh girls in costumes. Oh no. Yeah. Is it pornographic in nature? No. Uh no, it's not even really like sexy okay they're they're pretty well covered could it be pornographic in nature i'm asking for a friend uh is that friend's name you is it you my friend's name is jeff oh no (laughs) uh i kind of really like the um the humor is that you like porn and also pokemon yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I got it. That's true about me. <laughs> I mean, that is a true thing about you. I, I've often tried to get you to make those interests overlap, which I think is disturbing to you, which is even funnier to me. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, they overlap more than you'd know. Is this gonna be uh, is this gonna be on the show? Because Louise is like not here at all. She's, She's back now. Back. Oh, is she? Her picture's back in the call. Oh, maybe she dropped the call because, like, her microphone or headphones stopped working? I like the fact that it it appears that she just, like, dropped out because she had some kind of technical difficulty, but I yes-anded her silent treatment of you so that we just <laughs> were silent for so long. Uh, uh, I found Moemon Geodude, and it's pretty cute. How do you it's spell like- Moe? M O E, uh, yeah, it's just M O E, but Moemon is M O E M O N. Oh no! Uh, and it's just like a little girl in like a brown potato sack type of onesie. Uh, okay, this is far less perverse than I thought it was going to be. So I guess yeah. I'm happy about that. I guarantee that the people who made it are perverts, but the yes. costumes are all pretty cute. <laughs> That's why I'm not 100% happy about it, because <laughs> no matter what, it's definitely perverted. But it's not as perverted as it could have been, so I guess that's a victory. I really like the execute and executor, because one of the execute is just like a girl carrying a bunch of eggs, and executor is curtsying in a cute dress. Hey, remember how we talked about how you guys think that Pokemon isn't stupid, even though I'm pretty sure it is? That's the prime example. How, okay. Hold on, can you guys hear me? 
Yes, now, yeah, now I can hear you. Okay. okay. The name of the Pokemon is, is what is it again? Execute? Is yes. That right? How the fuck? How the fuck did you not name it Execute? That just, that is, oh, that makes me angrier than possibly anything else about Pokemon. <laughs> I think either syllable being replaced by egg is fine. No! And also, that was back back before they hired anyone who spoke English to translate the games. Uh, but that is like, <laughs> I know I know a human being, a human being who spoke English saw this game before it was released to me in the 90s or whenever <laughs> it came out. And no one was like, wait. Ex-execute is dumb and hard to say, whereas execute is much easier and makes way more sense. But you don't hear it pronounced in the game; you see it, and having that X in there is way more visually pleasing than having eggs and then an S. Mm. No, you're both wrong. You're very <laughs> so, wrong. Uh, what were we talking about before we uh, dropped out? Are we just going to keep all that in the show? Yeah, I think so. I don't like. <laughs> Otherwise, our alternative is to record another 20 minutes that we lost in there. That wasn't 20 minutes, you liar. (laughs) No, that was like five minutes. I'm pretty sure it was at least 40 minutes. (laughs) The last thing I wrote down was Geodude Baseball. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right, because I was Googling Geodude Baseball. Jeff has been Googling Geodude Baseball since he left. (laughs) Uh, Well, now I've just straight up Googled Moemon, because it's very cute. Uh, Is it? Uh, I mean, I I just have to ignore the absolute indisputable fact that someone is jacking their dick to this right now. <laughs> Isn't it sad it. how often you have to do that on the internet? <laughs> it's like 99% of the time. Every time we're on a Reddit, I always wonder how many people have masturbated to something on this Reddit. And yeah. The <laughs> answer is... The answer is not zero, is my yeah. point. Especially the ones that are named something porn, and it's like, ha, it's funny we're calling it porn because it's pictures, but some people, I bet it is porn. I don't know if I'm the bad person in this scenario because I'm like, as they say, yucking someone's yum. Like, don't say that. Okay, well... I'm... Yeah, that's the worst. There are no... The two worst words are yuck and yum. Yeah. The third worst word is mommy. That's funny because yuck... And the fourth worst is daddy. That's funny because yuck is the name of a dumb Pokemon, is it not? Nope, that's muck. You're thinking oh, of yeah. Mr. Yuck who tells you not to drink poison when you're a kindergartner. How is Mr. <laughs> How is Mr. Yuck not a football team mascot? Because yeah. that is also scary. Yeah, replace the dumb eagle with Mr. Yuck. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, the Philadelphia uh, Poisons. How about the Giants? Yeah, they don't have Mr. a mascot, Yuck. as Jeff has pointed out. Oh, they just should make it Mr. Yuck. Uh, it should just be a big foam costume of Andre the Giant. <laughs> they should license his likeness from his estate. Oh, that'd be pretty great. Except that he'd have to wear a black cloak and have it set on fire during halftime every time. <laughs> is that a yeah. reference to The Princess Bride? It is, yes. And also... I haven't seen that movie since I was a baby, because that's who it's for. Well, you're wrong, because it's a Yes, you're, you are very wrong. <laughs> and it's very, it's, it's probably very good, I just... It's funny, because it is made for adults, and that is what you're not getting. My favorite thing to do is antagonize people who love that movie because it's like the ultimate untouchable piece of pop culture. Oh, I can to tie it back together. Our demographic. The funniest thing here is that together. you're the it's funniest. That I the, wait, I'm doing it. The funniest thing is that Jeff, your attitude about Princess Bride is identical to Louisa's attitude about Star Wars, and you both feel that way about the other's <laughs> favorite thing. That's true. <laughs> no, the way I was going to tie it back together is. 
that movie has a pretty good theme song written by Mark Mothersbaugh. Bam! Dunk! Oh, hey, see? <laughs> really? He did that storybook story song? Yes. No! Really? He's Look written so many songs. Also, uh, Louise, you brought up earlier that the Eagles hate the Cowboys. Yes. The second most popular post is making fun of the Cowboys for having a poor win record. I really thought that was going to tie back into Princess Bride. Like the second nope. most popular post is about how is about a fan fiction where cowboys exist in the world of Princess Bride. <laughs> oh, what? That would be awesome. <laughs> I want to just look up a list of songs that Mark Mothersbaugh wrote that aren't from Devo. Uh, it says that Storybook oh, Love was written by Mark Knopfler, so you oh, can go God to hell. You're right, you're right. That's close. Oh. <laughs> I hate ha ha. Yeah. What's it like to be wrong all the time, Rongo the Clown? Well, why don't you tell me, because you have plenty of experience. Yeah, but in this, in, in this particular episode, I've been vindicated on everything, so I'm choosing to only care about this one sample size. Yeah, <laughs> you're not looking back to the past. You're not wondering nope. what if Hitler had won World War II. I don't live in the past, and I can't live in the future like Jeff because I do not have his oracular powers. Ah, he did the music for The Sims too. I'm very proud of myself for using the word oracular in a sense. I got confused because I thought it was about spiders for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my god, Jeff wishes he had oracular Jeff, powers. Jeff's oracular, not oracular. <laughs> Jeff does have the powers of some kind of spidered man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's me, your old friend Spidery. <laughs> Jeff, like a spider, does build his nest underground. Yes. Your Jeff, pleasant village spidered man. Jeff, like a spider, gets his visions by inhaling fumes from deep in the ground. Also, I have eight segmented eyes. You know, it's funny, we're joking about this, but Spider-Man does literally have the ability to see the future, which is not a spider thing. Uh, it's a spider sense, I think you'll find. <laughs> yeah, he, it doesn't, he doesn't see the future, he just has uh, instantaneous reflexes. Uh, like some spiders do. Uh, I, I, obviously, you're the expert here, Jeff, but I'm pretty sure that there have been times where they've likened his spider sense to precognition. Uh, to be fair... Yes. A lot of Spider-Man doesn't make sense. <laughs> yes. Spider-Man throughout history has been, like, <laughs> reborn as a spider-person totem. Uh, and, like, had six arms, and, and those are two separate well, things, I think if you, not the same one. if you look back with clear eyes and think carefully, none of it makes sense. Yeah, but with clear eyes and full hearts, you can't lose, is Ooh, that- football! Ah, oh, you did it! Yeah, hey! I- yes! <laughs> that was the whole point of that uh, joke. I, I hated What's it, but then from? I loved it. <laughs> I think it's from Friday Night Lights, and I think yeah. it's actually Bright Eyes or something. No, no. But- is Turn it clear? Nope, eyes? Bright Eyes is a band. Turn oh, okay. around, Bright Eyes. Play that song at the end of this episode. That is a pretty good song. <sighs> I just sang that on Rock Band last night. Mm, so good. Bonnie it's, Tyler. It's a good song. Anyway. The Eagles. No. Do we care Jeff, about the Eagles? I don't think you get that the song at the end of the show doesn't need to be sung in its entirety during the show. Well, the time we did it, it was Every great, now and so. then I get a little bit lonely. <laughs> what if that song was sung by Creed? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jeff's doing. Louisa, stop. Uh, Bonnie Tyler is girl Creed. <laughs> Louisa, you have to stop workshopping your historical fiction on the air. We've talked about Creed this. Creed did lose in World War II. <laughs> 
Yeah, this is uh, this is <laughs> this is her historical fiction where Creed is launched back in time twenty years, and they just have to uh, steal other pop songs and become famous earlier. It's clearly a science fiction novel where Creed are time travelers who go back to try to kill Hitler, but then accidentally re-record all songs in history and make rock and roll the worst thing ever. <laughs> it's got a real Bioshock Infinite vibe. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Hey, it's me, your cousin Marvin. Marvin Creed. (laughs) Marvin Creed. You know that new sound you've been looking for? Marvin Creed sounds like a Spider-Man villain. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, it's Sabretooth's cousin. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why everyone's cousin is named Marvin. Hey, Victor. Thanks, Back to the Future. Hey, Victor, you know that healing factor you've been looking for? (laughs) Well, listen to this, bub. <laughs> he stabs himself a bunch of times. You know, no, he's just he's you just off stage. Been looking for where you don't button up your dress shirt and you stand in a Jesus pose on a cliff. <laughs> Check this out. No, I was Jeff. I was making a joke where he was Marvin Creed was standing off stage listening to Wolverine play the electric guitar. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He can play the double guitar with just his regular hand because he can also use his claws to play the other part. <laughs> what what song would Wolverine? I don't think play you know on, how on his stage? claws work. <laughs> no, he needs, Wolver- he needs uh, Jeff. he needs adamantium guitar strings so he doesn't cut through them. Obviously, yeah, that makes sense. I Jeff, through uh, this. this tracks. <laughs> Jeff, it would a hundred percent be Werewolves of London. Am I wrong? Oh, uh, mm, what about what about? You might be wrong. What about Rush songs for Canada? Hmm? How about that? Uh, mm. It might be Slow Ride by Foghat. I feel like that's a very Wolverine-type song. But Wolver- Wolver- Werewolves of London literally has howling in it. He's not a wolf. He's not uh, a werewolf. Jeff, he was the leader He's of the Howling Commandos, if you'll recall. What? That was Nick Fury. <laughs> I'm just trying to make you angry now. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, yep. The Howling Commandos are a team of monster men now, and I think that's pretty great, because who would call regular people the Howling Commandos? You need, like, a mummy and a wolfman in there. People from the 50s would do that, which is the whole point, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) But also, I would like to point out that while, obviously, all those things I said about Wolverine were wrong to make Jeff mad, Wolverine does have much more in common with werewolves being a basically wolf man than he does with wolverines, which are like a badger, I think. <laughs> yeah, but they're really mad. And I'm you gonna Google like Wolverine's favorite song. Mad about... No, I, you. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, okay, we should probably uh, finish this. <laughs> we didn't talk about the Eagles, though. <laughs> mm, they're dumb. They're a football team, they have a bad costume, and the fans are very bad. It is, it is kind of ironic that we were able to get a team that all of us actually know at least something about. Because if it was like the Atlanta Falcons, I'd have nothing. I think <laughs> I think that the Reddit random feature may not be truly random. Mm. Well, I we got it, Long Beach. None conspiracy of us had ever heard theory. Of Long Beach. No, but I mean, I think it, I think that your like browsing history influences the the algorithm. I've never browsed to the Eagles. No, but you've browsed to things that are in the region where the Eagles play football. I don't yeah, I believe guess you. so. It seems unlikely that we would get Superman so early, though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of these things have been, like, 
not quite exactly in our wheelhouse, but not as far from our wheelhouse as you would think that they would be if it was truly random. Or is it divine mm. intervention and it's all happening for a purpose and we're the center of the universe? Did you think about that? Mm, I forgot about That's that. That's all I ever think about. <laughs> Uh, I just realized this. Uh, all the mean things I've said about this football team are going to make uh, my friend who tweeted uh, at us today about how much he likes the show very mad because he's an Eagles fan. Yeah, I have several friends who are Eagle fans who may legitimately listen to this episode as the first episode of the podcast <laughs> they listen like, to. The <laughs> yes, exactly. At some point, so, it feels like false advertising mm-hmm. that we name the episode the Reddit that we went to. Yes, that's certainly true. I would just like to point out that I guess the Eagles are my favorite football team because they're one of the, like, three that I know of. Uh, I really like the Eagles because uh, my favorite thing is liking football teams that never win and aren't good. I am going to have to disagree because I live in Delaware right near the Maryland state line, so I'll get a little bit of crossover with Ravens fandom. And the Ravens color is purple, which is my favorite color, and Ravens are cool and goth, so they're my favorite team. Oh, Louisa. They're that's... like the goth eagles. That's so Raven. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh, man, I imagine an Eagles-Ravens game would be very pleasing to look at because the shades of green and purple that they wear go really good together. Oh, no kidding. There's a pickup truck I see around town sometimes. <laughs> a celebrity pickup truck. And it has... <laughs> Entirely on the left half of the the, the pickup truck's uh, back gate, stickers and things related to the Ravens, and on the right half, entirely stuff related to the Eagles. And its vanity mm. license plate is "Go Birds." <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's I'd cute. like to. Maybe he, maybe he just likes birds. Yeah, I was going to say Delaware because of how much he <laughs> likes birds. Maybe that guy doesn't even know that those are football teams. He's like, "This is amazing. Oh, there man. are so many stickers about my favorite birds." <laughs> <laughs> that would be way more awesome. Yes, it would. <laughs> I wish that there were more rivalries in sports based on the mascots and that the mascots disliked each other. Like, if the Broncos and the Cowboys hated each other, I think that would make more sense. But the cow hand and the farmer should be friends? Is that how that goes? Fuck. I fucked it up. What are you talking about? It's, the, it's, it's literally a song from Oklahoma. Yeah, whatever. A Bronco is an untamed horse. I think you're thinking of Pocahontas, and it's like the heron and the otter are my friends. I'm pretty sure that's how that goes. Yeah, that's no good. (laughs) Yeah, you're not really uh, singing with all the colors of the wind here. Yeah, Louisa, how high does the sycamore grow? Sycamore? (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) This is falling apart. (laughs) I'm... Can I just say, uh, I discovered more details about the true story of Pocahontas recently, and I'm horrified that Disney was like, yeah, this will make a good kids movie. Can I just say how weird it is how many times we've skated over racism against Native Americans in this episode without delving into it like we normally do? I guess I'm I'm proud of it. Our entire country is built upon it. No, well, that that is certainly true, but I'm just saying usually we end up accidentally saying something racist, and that's usually me who does that, so I'm really (laughs) proud of myself and all of us for not doing that this time. Yeah, I usually do it on purpose. <laughs> and you do it accidentally, and then Louisa uh, just, just has hate in her heart. Louisa just writes historical <laughs> fiction about what if racists were the coolest. Well, Jeff's from if... Earth 2, where Hitler won World War Two, so he definitely knows more about... Oh, fuck! 
I did the thing where I was starting a sentence and I was going to tie it together and I couldn't do it. You see how that's not a rule of improvisation <laughs> now? That doesn't mean it's not a rule of improv, though. <laughs> I mean, if you assume, if you if you accept from the beginning that your improv will be bad, I guess it can be a rule of improv. Doesn't everybody? What a, is that, that a, what is that another rule of improv? <laughs> Except that your improv will be bad from the beginning. What about historical fiction where Native Americans uh, get to have like half of the country instead of us forcing them all the way out of it? There's got to be something like that, right? Yeah, like Andrew Jackson gets viciously murdered before the end of his presidency or something, and that's the inciting historical difference. And then no one ever invents the twenty dollar bill. Oh man, how will we pay for things that are between ten and fifty dollars? <laughs> I so don't no know. Way. Anarchy. We go back to a barter system. <laughs> yes, everything. <laughs> everything devolves into human sacrifice. <laughs> oh man, hold on. We're doing this as the pro-racist historical fiction again. <laughs> Is this racist? Oh wait, because we're saying that. Yeah, you're saying that without Andrew Jackson, <laughs> the world devolves into madness. Oh no, we did it by I don't think that I'm not saying because of his racist tendencies. I'm not saying that history needed his racist tendencies. We just needed his face to be on a money. Exactly. I guess I'm saying that I'm pro money. Wait, that's not great. Oh, my cat's playing with a string right now, and it's really cute. Okay, so hopefully you enjoyed this episode of Seeing Reddit. If you did, please uh, rate and review us on iTunes and let your friends know about how good it is and about how it, we hate all of their favorite sports teams, I guess. Um, but if you want to uh, follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at Seeing Reddit. And someday I'm going to get us an email address so that we can get emails in. But uh, me personally, I'm Matt, and you can find me on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot. And they can reach you by email at Matt at funtimes dot online, but I probably won't notice it because I use that that goes to my main email account, so I get a lot of emails there. Mm. That's true. Uh, I don't think anyone's emailed us because <laughs> you can reach me Jeff at funtimes dot online, and I haven't noticed any. Uh, if I'm wrong, tweet at me. But we also only have like sixty five regular listeners to this show. That's pretty I'm good. On Twitter. Uh, it's not great. That's good. I, you my shut other up. show has like 800 up, a week. Stop trying to nag our listeners. Yeah, 65 <laughs> is more than I could fit in my house. How about that? Uh, what if they're really jammed in there? What I mean, if they I all could have fit... giant baseball heads. <laughs> 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 what if they all had giant red hots for heads? Mm, that'd be delicious. <laughs> now you're writing this candy fiction. <laughs> the red hots versus the lemon heads. It's the fiercest rivalry in sport. Could it be candybalism? Could that be the name of your book? And it's about eating these these human candy golems? Oh, I hate this. <laughs> are they golems? I don't like this anymore. <laughs> How are they no, not they're, golems? They're homunculi. They're very little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so cute! <laughs> you mean because red hots are little, and while it is possible to create uh, life from red hot candies, it's not possible to make them larger because that would be crazy. Uh, everyone knows that if a red hot gets over 500% of its original size, it just would collapse in on itself. <laughs> and create a, a physics black hole mat. and suck us into Earth 2 where Hitler won World War II. Yeah, I saw that in that documentary, Candyman. <laughs> Wait, well, hold on. Yeah, there were several logical leaps in that joke. <laughs> There's a lot of problems I have with this. Like, that 
Hitler won World War II on Earth too, which is not true. He was defeated no, it's by totally the Flash. True. See, Jeff doesn't know that much. Cat. Jeff doesn't know that much about comic books, but I know, so it's fine. You can believe me. <laughs> uh, that's like Earth Earth X, I think, uh, where Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters have to fight a Nazi-occupied America. But everyone's on skateboards and drinking Surge. Oh man, that dinosaur with sunglasses shows up. This is such a cool cameo. That's just great. Louisa, Wait, for the last dinosaur. Louisa, he already mentioned Uncle Sam, who is a dinosaur wearing sunglasses. Oh, I assume, and that's why he's on the twenty dollar bill, and that's why life has been perfect forever. <laughs> because oh. that was the correct answer. To who should be on the twenty? Which, as we all know, a is life's greatest character? question. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, his- I meant it. I meant it in opposition to Andrew Jackson. I did not, in any way, mean that Harriet Tubman should not be on the twenty. I absolutely <laughs> think that she should. You be. just want ah! a fictional dinosaur to be on the twenty instead of no, one of no, uh, no, America's no, no, greatest no, no, Jeff, women. He's not fictional on Earth X. Have you not been listening to what Louise is saying? He's a real man. Well, dinosaur. Wait, I said that. Well, she said the dinosaur <laughs> yes. part. I said the Earth X. Part. Yes, we are all working together to describe this very real dimension that exists. <laughs> That's how we all know about. It. Yes. That's how we all met, actually. <laughs> yes. We all know that the first rule of interdimensional travel is yes and Jeff. Yeah. I'm oh. Earth X Hitler's great grandson. Oh no! <laughs> Twist! End of season. Oh, but I'm very nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I'm not like Grampy Adolf at all. <laughs> I don't believe that evil is genetic, so it's probably fine. Yeah, you know who did believe that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all these phrenology buffs i was gonna make a killing in this oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway we were ending the show right yes. Lisa, where can they find you uh you can find me on twitter at heronbird or you can reach me by email louisa at funtimes.online here's the secret though i don't read my emails so i probably will not notice <laughs> This is why I need to make a show email address, because <laughs> Jeff and I won't notice it, and Louisa doesn't check it, so it's not great. Yeah. And I already forgot the password to the Twitter, so I can't check that. One of you guys should log listen, in. Listen, goddammit, and... Jeff, it's in your yeah. DM where we're talking about the show, okay? It's where everyone has have deposited nudes. So if you guys want to hack into Jeff's Twitter account and steal the password, now you know how to do that. And if you, while you're stealing it, if you could tell Jeff what it is, that would really help us out. <laughs> and if while you're stealing it, you want to like tweet more from our Twitter account and like funny jokes, then that would probably help us out. Yeah, just don't tweet any racist jokes. We save those for on the air. <laughs> yes, we need the, that racist heat to make the show sizzle like it does. Oh man, the racist Heat would be a great basketball team. <laughs> They'd go up against the Miami Heat and it would be a disaster. No, the racist Heat would play against one of the racist teams and they wouldn't even need to add racist to their name because their mascot would imply Oh, I see. So they're not going to fight against, like, the racist Bulls or well, the racist uh, Golden State I Warriors. was originally... The racist heat was the subtitle of the movie Do the Right Thing. It was called Do the Right Thing, Colin, the racist heat. I thought it was the subtitle of American History X. Whoa! That's also pretty good, because heat was like a crime drama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought you were saying that idea was also pretty good. Neo-Nazis in America. I think that it would be really funny to remake Heat, but with a lot more racial tension. Uh, Jeff, you should start a Twitter bot that just retweets the names of movies and adds, but with a lot more racial tension at the end of it. 
the Princess Bride, but with a lot more racial tension. Finding Nemo, but with a lot more racial tension. That's very hard to do, because that movie has already quite a bit of racial tension. <laughs> All the fish kind of hate each other for being different. Yeah, but the most of the racism is against Australians, to That's be fair. That's true. <laughs> Does it count as racist if they're actually subhuman? Oh, Jeff. Oh my god, no, absolutely. <laughs> Jeff's opinions do not reflect the opinions of seeing Reddit. <laughs> I'm only talking about white Australians. <laughs> then I can dig it? No, I still can't. <laughs> yeah, the Aboriginal people are uh, just like the rest of us. Oh, I don't Jeff. like any of this. Oh, Jeff. All right. Oh, you're saying you don't like the Aboriginal people of uh, Oceania? You're Now who's the racist? It's you. So, everyone, please forgive us for everything we've said We're ever, I guess. Forgive us, Father, for we have sinned. <laughs> we really... Forgive me, Daddy, for I have sinned. <laughs> we really are very sorry, uh, but hopefully you'll come back anytime and... Uh, anytime. So hopefully you'll come back anyway and tell your friends that we're not as bad as we seem... Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. So I'll see you next Tuesday. Don't read the comments. Hail Hydra. Bring stories <laughs> my brothers. The heron and the otter are my friends. And we are all connected to each other. In a circle, in a hoop that never There is a board called r slash bird teams, and it has the logo for the Seahawks, the Ravens, the Eagles, the Cardinals, and the Falcons. Oh god, once the birds start teaming up, we're done for. <laughs> That's what Alfred Hitchcock's documentary was about. Yes, exactly. I hate to admit it, but I think the Eagles might have the best logo of the bird teams. Uh, no, the Seahawks logo is definitely better. Yeah, I love that Seahawks logo, and I love their colors. Navy with that lime green. That is a great look. Why the fuck? Yeah, especially since they changed the uniform to make the green, like, way brighter. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did we not have this conversation during the show when it was, like, gonna make our show relevant in some way? We can, You no, can insert fine. it somewhere. Like, things don't have to make sense. Maybe I'll put this in the part where you drop out for a little while and Jeff and I just talk about what if uh, Pokemon were the mascots for football teams. (laughs) Alright, sounds good. (laughs) Although that was pretty funny. It's going to cut into our Pokemon podcast is the problem. I hate the the Ravens logo. It's very bad. It's like a chunky cartoon raven with a bee on its head. Yeah, I love the idea of the Ravens, but I don't love the execution of it. I wish it had like a one of like an old school style football logo, like the old Patriots logo that was like an intricately drawn football man. What? <sighs> uh, wait a minute! I thought he was a, a like a minute man. Yeah, but he was playing. He was in a football pose. Oh, okay. But like the point is, it wasn't a, an iconic uh, piece of of symbolism. It was just like a full cartoon, uh, like comic book style drawing of a. Of a person. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want the Raven to be to look like an illustration out of an Edgar Allan Poe collection. Yeah, it's a shame that the Raven's logo isn't cooler than it is. I, I, be a Raven I do like their colors. Or something, something more gothic. Ooh. Yeah, why aren't their uniforms like all black and have cloaks? That would be awesome. <laughs> they should. They should definitely make the purple darker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and they should have candles on top of their helmets. Would that be illegal in the game? 
There's nothing in the I rule think that, book that would be illegal in the law. I think there's precedent because some uh, some players sometimes will have those little uh, uh, cameras so they can broadcast from the player's point of view. Yeah. So this is just a little bit different from that. Okay, slight tweak to this idea. Would it be against the rules to have... You know how sometimes the football helmets have the, like, full-face mask thing? Like, not mask, but, like, cage thing? Yeah. Would it be against the rules to make that look like a jack-o'-lantern and then have a little light inside that lights up when you're playing late at night? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I want... I want them all to have jack-o'-lantern heads. 